Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back. This is episode number 240, and as we normally do, we're jumping right in. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. We're getting right to the good stuff. Today, I'm going to explain a simple plan, a simple roadmap, if you will, for losing weight without all the stress. But let me be very, very clear from the beginning. This is not a simple plan to achieve the body of your dreams in just three weeks or a simple Step-by-step plan to easily drop 20 pounds. No, no, no. That's <laughs> that's not what this is. That's not what I do. I think you know that if you've been listening for any amount of time. What I'm going to share today is really a simplified version of how I help people lose weight. Really, it's, it's how I help people change their brain, change their body, and change their life. It's like a roadmap for losing weight and lowering stress. But like any roadmap, you can look at it. And you can think about it, and you can plot and plan, but ultimately, the magic is in the doing. Ultimately, you have to actually do it. The work is actually driving the route and encountering all the detours and the bumps and the unexpected stuff and the successes and the failures and the challenges and the struggles and the victories and everything in between. The work is actually doing it. So, in other words... It is simplified. What I'm going to explain to you today is simplified, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy. We oftentimes equate those words. Simple equals easy, and easy equals simple, and that's just not true at all. So what I'm sharing today is a simplified plan for losing weight without all the stress, for losing weight and actually lowering your stress, but that doesn't mean that it's easy. And if right now you're like, okay, thanks, man. This is like false advertising. I totally want to check out. Well, then you're probably not the right person to listen to this podcast because I've always promised to give you guys the truth. And the truth is, is when it comes to changing our body, changing our long ingrained habits, changing the way we think, changing our brain, changing our life, when it comes to all of those amazing things, there isn't an easy path. There are easier paths. There are simplified ways of doing it, but it's just not easy. If it were, There would be no need for this podcast. (laughs) There would be no need to have weight loss programs. There would be no need for a diet industry. So it's a simplified, not necessarily easy, but simplified plan. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to explain this simple plan by sharing recent posts from two of my Inner Circle Coaching Group members. One is very early on in their journey, but man, they get it. It's just like, oh, they get it. They understand And then the other is much further along. And by sharing these two posts and specific things that these people include, I'll be able to point out to you this basically step-by-step plan, this five-step simplified plan, because they exemplify it in what they share. And I think you'll also maybe see a lot of what you've experienced in your weight loss journey. So let's get going. Here's the first post. This person chimes in. They say, good morning. I recently joined, and I'm so happy to be a part of this group. I was thinking a lot about how I would start my post. I wanted to scream, I had a great week. But then I thought, would this be confusing? Would this imply that I did it all perfectly? In the past, a great week meant 
that I followed the diet so perfectly that I didn't screw up at all. Honestly, I never really even got to great days on other diets in the past. I always managed to veer off course soon into it, or I would tweak the diet to meet my needs. Very soon after the tweaking, the bully in my brain, that little negative voice in your head, the bully in my brain would be on overtime telling me I completely failed. This has been the repeating story of my weight loss life. Gold right there. This has been the repeating story of my weight loss life. So let's pause what this person was sharing, and I have some questions for you. What is the repeating story of your weight loss life? Or maybe your life in general. What do you keep repeating? What story do you keep telling yourself? What do you keep doing over and over again? What loop or cycle are you kind of stuck in when it comes to weight loss or when it comes to your life? What do you keep repeating? What do you keep telling yourself? That you can't do it? That you have to do it perfectly? That you'll try and hope, but really... You don't believe deep down that you'll ever actually lose the weight and achieve your goals. What is the repeating story of your weight loss life? Now, continuing on back to this person's post and what they shared, they said, this has been the repeating story of my weight loss life, but this is different. (laughs) I honestly had a great week. I spent my week healing from the painful depression of failing. I have worked towards forgiving myself for putting on weight and screwing up every attempt to lose weight in the past. Now, (laughs) oh, this is pure gold. Don't miss this. I want to repeat what she said, and then I'm going to share some more questions that I want you to ponder. I would love if you are able to save this episode, come back to it later if you can't do it right now. Answer these questions that I'm asking. That's doing the work, guys. That's actually driving the path, driving the route. So she says, but this is different. I honestly did have a great week. I spent my week healing from the painful depression of failing. I have worked towards forgiving myself for putting on weight and screwing up every attempt to lose weight in the past. Now, did she spend her week meal prepping? Did she spend her week finding new recipes? Did she spend her week working out every day? No. She did something so much more important. She began to see how she was basically depressed. Are you depressed? And you may say, no, Corey, people who are depressed, they're suicidal. No, are you, when it comes to your body in your weight loss attempts, are you depressed? Are you depressed and just absolutely at the end of your rope and discouraged by all of your previous failed attempts to lose weight? That's pretty much where this lady was. She was totally down on herself from, as she called it, the repeating story of her weight loss life. Trying, veering off course, and then feeling like she had totally failed yet again. As she said, screwing up every attempt to lose weight. So her first steps were, don't miss this, take notes. Here we go. If you're a note taker, write it down. Her first steps were, number one, actually seeing this. And not just plowing through it and starting another stupid, unrealistic diet. Oh my goodness, so many people do this. We don't even see where we are emotionally. We don't even see our repeating patterns and we just start looking for the next diet. We start looking for the next workout program. We start looking for the next weight loss program. And we just plow through all of that. Yeah, if I'm really honest, 
which I, I've not even stopped long enough to think about it because I'm so busy with life and I'm so obsessed with fitting into a smaller size of jeans. I don't even stop long enough to think about it. But if I'm really honest, I, I hate my body. I feel like I suck. I can't do this. I've never been able to do this and I'm going to start some diet and I'm just going to wait for it to blow up in my face too because every other diet's blown up in my face. So yeah, Corey, you may be right, man. I may be kind of depressed about this whole thing. So this person's first steps, number one, is they actually saw that. They actually slowed down enough to see it and not just plow through all the emotions and just start another stupid, unrealistic diet waiting for it to blow up in their face. That was one. They actually saw it. Number two, they began forgiving and healing. Gang, it's really hard to heal if you don't first forgive. Now, it may sound silly, and you guys may be like, oh, this is too, like, this is too much emotion, woo-woo stuff for me. Okay, that's fine. I, I hope, I wish you the best, but this is some of the most powerful stuff you can encounter. A lot of us need to forgive ourselves. We're so mad and sad and disappointed with ourselves, and we become that way all the time. We live this life of stress and anxiety, and we're just mad and sad and disappointed almost all the time, and we can't even figure out why. And then we've just been so horribly mean to ourselves. We feel like we've wasted so much time and money on so many diets and weight loss programs, and that just pushes us further down that nasty, sad, mad, discouraged, shame cycle. When it comes to losing weight, we might joke with others on the, you know, on the surface, like, oh, yeah, and make jokes about food or, you know, oh, I, can, I can just keep having to buy bigger pants, whatever. Or we might not even discuss it at all because there is so much shame around it. But for so many of us, deep inside, we're just this blend of horribly toxic, negative emotions. And then we either don't see it because we don't slow down enough to see it, or we just turn a blind eye to it, reasoning and thinking the whole time, that the thing that will make us feel better, the thing that will fix us, is actually losing the weight. So we plow through everything at another attempt to lose weight. It's like having a broken leg and thinking, man, if I could just get up and run a mile, then this leg would be fine. That would fix my leg if I could only get up and run. Um, <laughs> no, right? We, we know that. You need to acknowledge first that your leg is injured. Don't try to run on it. Acknowledge, wait a minute, this is broken. Then allow it to actually heal. Possibly do some physical therapy. And then, eventually, you'll progress to running. Notice the order of events here. Seeing and acknowledging that you're injured. Then seeking treatment and allowing healing to occur. And then you get to do the triumphant thing that is only possible because you healed first. That's exactly how losing weight is. But we always try to do it backwards. We think that running, that losing weight, is what will fix us. But instead, it usually just further ingrains and worsens the injury, the repeating story of failure and toxic emotions that surround your body in losing weight. Okay, so <laughs> what did this person do? in just her first couple of weeks to begin this healing process. Let's dig in. Let's move further in through what she shared. She says, I slowly worked through the first few lessons of the program, absorbing and rereading the information. I spent my week observing the diet industry's tactics and recognized them for what they indeed are, marketing schemes. And I am particularly <laughs> disappointed in Oprah. <laughs> and they had the little like mind-blown emoji and the laughter emoji. 
See, here's the thing, guys. You can't see this stuff if you're not looking for it. <laughs> but once you do, oh my, you'll begin to see how most of the stuff that you see, hear, and read from the diet and weight loss industry typically just worsens the problem. It does not help you. It slings you right back into that repeating pattern and often will just leave you in a worse place or make you feel worse. This person goes on. They said, I kept myself in a mindfulness state throughout my days. I created four simple, small goals. And right now, some of you may be going, okay, Corey, that, like, this sounds great. She's already learned so much and she's being mindful. So like next, she started the diet, right? Like she started doing 30-minute fat-burning workouts every day and eating according to a meal plan or tracking her macros or counting calories and cutting out sugar, right? I mean, that's what's next, right? Like all the mindfulness stuff, like that's great. I know that's probably important, but like she's got to get to the real stuff. Nope. She did none of that. Jumping to that stuff only continues to ingrain the faulty all-or-nothing on-off diet mentality. Instead of that, instead of jumping into all that, she practiced big awareness and she took small steps. Here's what she said. I shared these starter goals in my last coaching call. Corey told me specifically where to focus my attention and energy, and I did every single day. I also was totally forgiving with myself if I didn't quite achieve my goals perfectly. Thank you for listening to me about my great week. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Okay, here are the take-home points. This is your roadmap, okay? This is the roadmap to losing weight and lowering stress. This is the simple plan or simplified plan for losing weight without all the stress. And then after I share this, I'll show you what this leads to because I don't want you or anyone to have any mistaken ideas, okay? So I'll share another post from someone else who's further down the road, not at their finish line because there is no finish line, but not at their promised land, but they're much further down the road, okay? So here we go. Here's the simple plan. Number one, purposefully slowing down. I actually like to say stopping. For so many of you, for so many of us, it's been so ingrained, the, the, the typical broken all-or-nothing diet mentality is so ingrained into us that the first thing we have to do is consciously, intentionally stop. We have to slow down and go, wait, I'm not going to start tracking macros tomorrow. I'm not going to start changing everything I eat on Monday. I'm not going to start cutting out sugar. I'm purposefully stopping all of that craziness and I'm slowing down so I can start to do the next thing, which is seeing your repeated patterns, seeing your patterns that repeat, your repeating stories of your life, the repeating patterns that you experience when it comes to losing weight. Some of you may have never taken the time to pull back from life and your, your goals, your physical goals long enough to go, wait a minute. When I think about it, yeah, I did keto. I tried Whole30. I did Weight Watchers for a little while. I did the Mediterranean diet. I did some other weight loss challenge. But really, when I push back from it and I look at it from like an overall viewpoint, the pattern's the same every time. It doesn't matter which diet I do. It doesn't matter which program I try. My pattern is the same. My weight loss story is the same. So that's basically step two is beginning to see your repeating patterns, your repeating story. But you can only do that if you do step one first, which is to purposefully slow down and stop with all that old stuff. And then next up, step three, 
is forgiving and healing. Just like this person mentioned in what they shared. They focused on healing, and we can't heal until we forgive. Healing from basically the depression, from the negative emotions they had from so much failure, from so many past failed attempts. So that's number three. We have to forgive ourselves and heal. And then number four, we have to practice big awareness, big awareness around where our brain's going, around, like this person said, I thought it was brilliant. Man, they began to really look at the diet industry to see how everything they had heard and read really fed into where they were. Practice really big awareness and take some small steps. And the small steps can vary. They can be different for everyone. But small, actionable steps. So let me go through those again. Number one, purposefully slowing down. Number two, seeing your repeating patterns or your repeating stories. Number three, forgiving forgiving yourself and beginning to heal. Number four, practicing big awareness. Really observing and seeing things. You can only do that if you slow down. And then number five, taking small, actionable steps. That's it. That's it. That's the simplified plan to lose weight and lower your stress. It's a low stress path to weight loss success. Okay, but Corey, that sounds weird and you didn't mention anything about food and I don't know what I think about that. So let me just share what this path leads to. Here's someone much further down the road and this is what they shared, okay? They said, this has been a typical week with successes and challenges and a small tantrum. I'm learning to live in that space in between the times when choices come easy and when the bully, the bully in my brain, is trying to beat me down. Oh, my goodness. Don't miss that. If you're a note taker, write it down. Living in the space in between. Do you know what that means? It means that this person went from being a massively stressed, all-or-nothing individual to living a much lower stress, much more consistent life. If I had to guess, probably 90% of you are going, oh, I can't be consistent. Oh, consistency is my biggest struggle. That's what happens when you learn to live in between. You have less stress and you are much more consistent. You're in the middle, in the space between all and nothing. (laughs) Because that's what wrecks our consistency. This one thing can drastically change your life. Okay, they go on. They go on to say, I think my biggest growth has come from not obsessing about food all the time. (gasps) For some of you right now, you're like, yes, that's what I want. That's what I want. I think about food way too much. I think my biggest growth has come from not obsessing about food all the time. It has given, given me a chance to use that energy to focus on more productive things. Maybe one of the reasons that some of you are so stressed and maybe have really high levels of anxiety is because you're mentally worn out. You're constantly thinking about your body or hating on your body and thinking about what food you should eat or what foods you shouldn't eat. Or you're constantly mentally beating yourself up for what you just did eat. And it's draining. And if you already have stress in your life from something else, from your work or your family or some social situation, and then you just add all this on top of it, no wonder we don't have any energy or time or space to devote to actually moving forward with our weight loss goals. But this person says, I think my biggest growth has come from not obsessing about food all the time. It has given me a chance (laughs) to use that energy because now they have free energy to use that energy to focus on more productive things. This, my friends, is the good stuff. 
Can you imagine not obsessing about food and your body and weight loss all the time? You can get there. I know it may seem crazy and it may seem weird, like a lot of the things that I share in this episode and I share on this podcast. You can get there, but it only happens when we learn to leave all or nothing behind and live in the middle. It only happens when we develop new skills, new food and lifestyle skills. And that's exactly what this person has done. They've put in the work and time to learn and grow and ingrain new habits and new ways of thinking. They go on. But the week was not perfect. I did have a slight tantrum when I realized that I am not yet near the body size that I want to ultimately be. And right here, some of you in your brain, you're like, "Uh oh, Corey, you thought this person was doing so good. But look at this. Their week wasn't perfect and they had a tantrum because they're not making progress. And if you're thinking this, guys, or if you're thinking something similar to this, then I can say pretty confidently that you are firmly entrenched in the broken all or nothing diet mentality. You want to know what it looks and feels like to move past that? Well, let's let's move forward. Let's see what this person shares next. So they just said, the week was not perfect. I did have a slight tantrum when I realized I'm not yet near the body size that I want to ultimately be. And they go on. They said, I managed to tap into my inner Corey and Jackie. (laughs) Jackie's another coach in my coaching group. She's amazing. I managed to tap into my inner Corey and Jackie and remind myself that I may not be wearing the size that I wish to be in yet, but I am closer. And more important, I feel better about myself. So who cares if I'm not the size that my bully thinks I should be by now? The reality is I am the size I am right now, and that is okay with me. That is worth the price of admission, guys. That is priceless. So what? I am the size I am right now, and that's okay with me. And I feel better about myself, and I am closer to my goals. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? But here's the thing. When I just read that, some of you were like, yes, hallelujah. But for some of you, there was a conflict that happened in your brain. This causes a conflict in a lot of, a lot of people. And, and it goes something like this. It's like, yeah, okay, that's awesome. And, and I'm so happy for that person. And yeah, I want to feel better about myself too. But I don't want to just accept the size I am right now. I hate the size I am. I want to feel better about myself and drop a bunch of weight and get back into smaller size of clothes. And my friend, this might be exactly what's keeping you from actually losing that weight and getting into that smaller size. Anyone with that mindset probably wouldn't make it past the tantrum. But this person cruised right by it. Did you notice that? They used the word tantrum, which is usually like a massively disruptive thing, but they just cruised right by it. It was just a bump on the road to results. It didn't totally derail them or make them fall off the wagon. Nope. They experienced it. They felt it. They coached their way out of it with a new mindset and new thoughts that they had learned. And guess what? They're still moving forward. They're still moving toward their overall goals. That's pretty awesome stuff, if you ask me. And it's something that the vast majority of people striving for weight loss cannot do. 
massive tantrum-like disappointment typically leads to at least a few days, if not a week or two, of eating like a spoiled brat, reasoning that it doesn't matter what we do because nothing works, and this just isn't fair, and then we beat ourselves up, and we're stuffing our face, all the while knowing deep down that we desperately want to lose this weight, and it's just a matter of time before we... Oh, geez, before we start a new diet again and put a ton of pressure on ourselves again. And right now, you know what instantly pops to mind? Repeating story of my weight loss life, like the first person shared. That's it. That's the repeating story of my weight loss life. Look. We can have a miserable weight loss journey and try to hate our way to results, which almost never works. And then even if it does, you'll resent what it took to get the results and you won't be able to maintain it. Or we can make peace, forgive, heal, and shift our mindset. And that leads to a totally different experience. That leads to an experience where you do begin to feel better about yourself. And where when you f- do reach your goals, it's not fighting and clawing to stay there because you've actually changed along the way. Okay, this person goes on. So much more good stuff. They said, okay, next week I want to focus on my morning anchors as it's my husband's birthday week and we will be eating all his favorite dinners all week. A little tradition that we have in my house. So I need to make sure I start my day off good and have my water and stay anchored. Okay, wait, Corey, hold on, man. What? I thought this lady was trying to lose weight, and she and her husband are going to eat all of his favorite dinners all week? Well, that's crazy. No wonder she hasn't reached her goals. She's obviously not on a diet, or she's just not very good at it. She is, <laughs> she's just not doing it right. Um, yeah, she is doing it right. And I'm sorry, put on your steel-toed boots for just a moment. You just might... Be doing it wrong if you're thinking that way. Remember the whole thing about learning to live in that space in between? Yeah, that's called living in the middle. It's what allows you to get results, to make progress, and to fully live and fully enjoy life. You do enough to get results, but you don't go totally all or nothing. You don't feel the need to be perfect because you've come to understand that perfect, (laughs) it's a myth. It doesn't even really exist when it comes to food and weight loss. And you're just as focused on gaining life, enjoying birthday dinners with your spouse without any shame or regret. You're just as focused on that as you are on losing weight. And here's the thing. When you do it like that, when you do it right, when you purposefully slow down, you start to see your repeating patterns. Begin forgiving and healing from all the past failures and toxic negative emotions surrounding your body and losing weight. And you practice big awareness while also taking small steps. And you learn to live in the middle in that space between all and nothing. And you begin to accept yourself. Accept where you are and who you are right now. Then, suddenly, you have less stress. And food and weight loss begin to take up so much less space in your brain. And you begin to regain your confidence. To feel better about yourself. To believe in yourself a little more and a little more and a little more. And can you believe it? You also lose weight. But the crazy part is 
the whole weight loss thing has become less and less of the primary focus. When you do it right, when you do all the things that I just mentioned, losing weight is really just like an awesome side effect. This is what I help people do. This is what I love. This is what I want for all of you. I hope you connected with something from this episode, something that I or that one of the one of my clients shared in this episode. And I hope that you'll take the time to maybe listen to this episode again, maybe go through and answer some of the questions, maybe just make some notes. And I hope that you won't do this alone because there's strength in numbers. I hope you'll share it with someone who could benefit. Maybe it's your a sibling or your spouse or a close friend or a coworker, share it with someone, send it to them via text message or social media. And then I hope the two or maybe three of you will get together to discuss it. That can be so powerful and so helpful. And then last but not least, I hope that you always remember and you never forget that there's so much more to you than a number. So don't let the scales dominate your headspace or dictate your emotions because That's not all there is to you. That's a vital first step in this whole simplified plan, okay? There's so much more to you than a number. Don't ever forget that. And then, please also remember that losing weight is what I just described. Losing weight is really all about gaining life and fully enjoying your life and living the life that you really want to. And I know you can do it. Even if you don't believe in yourself, it's okay. Don't shame yourself for that. Keep coming back. I'll keep working on you. We will get you there. Okay, my friends, thank you so much for your time today. I'm honored you spent it with me. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.